Welcome to the Bumpaholics Podcast. The Bumpaholics Podcast serves our community by providing education on fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, lactation, and parenthood. The overall mission is to support expecting parents so they can be more well-rounded and empowered to make informed parental decisions in their journey through parenthood. Now sit back, listen in, and join us for today's episode of Birthopolis. Welcome to Bumpaholics with KCWM. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, MeWe, YouTube, and TikTok at KC Women's Ministry. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by Claire and Crystal today, and we're going to be talking about um, making a comfortable birthing space in the hospital. Um, Would you ladies like to introduce yourselves with your credentials? Yeah, sure. Um, So I'm Claire Harbson, and I'm a birth doula here in Kansas City. I'm Crystal Reckman, and I'm also a birth doula in Kansas City. Um, So you're packing your bag to go to the hospital. What can people pack to make a more comfortable um, birthing space in the hospital? Uh, Definitely uh, your own clothes, Mm -hmm. your own pillow, your own blanket, and if you have like pictures or sentimental items that you that really bring you comfort, you can bring those. Yeah, absolutely. I've had um, women bring like pictures from home or like even just like little kind of knickknacky things like a stuffed animal that means a lot to them or just something that like they're used to seeing in their home that kind of creates that sense of hominess. It just reminds them that they're in a comfortable space. Um, something that I really, you know, enjoy is that like when you bring all that stuff with you, you know, from your home to the hospital, you know, taking the time to really create your own space, you know, unpacking those things and not just getting them out like as you think of them or need them, but taking the time like once you arrive Mm -hmm. to pull everything out, you know, use your support people or your doula, whoever to help you unpack if needed. And that way you can get everything set up in a way that you know where it is, it's organized, and you can see everything that you brought with you from this get-go. Uh, Something else that I really love is my birth affirmations. I always hand paint my own and string them up, like with little tiny clothespins on a piece of yarn, and I hang them up when I am still pregnant so I can read them while I'm pregnant. But I also bring them with me in labor, and that is just like another piece of home that's comforting to me. Yeah, I love that. And something that I've seen other women do as well is they bring the birth affirmations or pictures on the clothespins, like you said, Mm -hmm. but there's these clothespins that like light up have you seen those before no yeah so they're like clear little lights but they're actual pins so when you pin it it lights up the like one thing that it's holding and so what i think is really cool about this is a lot of times in the birth space it's a little more comforting to have those low lights um Mm -hmm. and everything turned down because you know bright lights can be just really um jarring and uncomfortable and so if you can either turn off you know some of the lights and then turn on your clipped lights or get some little tea lights just to have that like soft um, feeling in the room it really helps but I've seen those the light up clips Mm -hmm. and those are just super cool that's um they add that little bit of like light touch that really kind of creates like a really calming environment what about could you maybe add some aromatherapy like get some scents that are really calming and relaxing that maybe you can stand while you're pregnant and do you think that would help too yeah absolutely um crystal do you have certain ways that you um use aromatherapy yeah so my favorite oils are orange lavender and peppermint i use peppermint for nausea Mm -hmm. um and lavender 
just for like general calming and good feelings and citrus for energy. Mm -hmm. And the way I use it is by putting on a cotton ball and like pinning it to my shirt or whatever I'm wearing. Yeah, absolutely. That way I can take it away quickly <laughs> if it makes me sick. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's something that I've also used and seen is, you know, making sure that it's removable because mm -hmm. things can shift so quickly in labor where one scent, you know, is comforting at one moment and the next you're like, oh my gosh, that's going to make me puke. Yeah. Um, and so I being would, able to just like take it away real fast. It. Yeah. Um, a lot of people really do like the idea of using a diffuser, but... Um, because of the reason you can't take it away instantly, and a lot of hospitals really don't um, yeah. appreciate that. Um, and also, like, because we don't know, like, the nursing staff could have allergies, and, oh, and so, so we want to be, you know, aware and cognizant of that. And um, another thing that I've seen is, like, the really cheap, like, panty liners, since they're sticky, if you drop a couple drops of oil, you can, like, just stick it on the wall next to them. Oh, that's, and that's while idea. they're laboring, and so the you know the smell and the scent is there, like in that one corner. And but if they want to remove the scent, we can either peel it off the wall or whatever it's on and throw it away, or they can move locations and they're no longer next to the scent. Mm -hmm. um, so I found that that's really useful with having that aromatherapy. Should clients bring their own oils, or should they leave that to their doulas? Um, unless you have a doula who specifically has, I guess, a certification or background in aromatherapy most likely they'll ask you to bring your own um just because we don't um if we don't have that certification we don't want to be providing that sure. i guess technical like service we are more than happy to use whatever oils you bring and just tell us what you want um but i know at least for myself i wouldn't um bring oils unless those requests that we talked about beforehand and like they're aware of how to best use oils yeah it's important to have a, a trained provider using them mm -hmm. yeah because it's very easy to overdo it or you know use too much in a way that's maybe not the most healthy um so we want, really want to make sure that everyone is safe and healthy when using of the course. oils but um, I mean, I know I use them in my personal life a lot, so I love them. Mm -hmm. um, and so I really just encourage um, all of my clients to really research it and know mm -hmm. what they want to do and however they want to use it, that's up to them. And yeah. you'll just talk to them about it yep. when you guys are working on their birth plan? Yeah, absolutely. And so and that's something we do talk about when we're doing birth planning is like, what are all these things that make you feel comfortable? What are like the items and what are the scents and what are, you know, the touches and feels that you like that really make you feel safe and comfortable? And it doesn't have to be essential oils either. Mm -hmm. Like they could bring lotions or candles, not to light, but to smell mm -hmm. or like even like actual flowers or fruits to smell. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good idea. And maybe their partner would like a snack for the fruit. Yeah. yeah. And like, <laughs> love, like a snack. If you want to smell an orange, maybe pop an orange peel. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. No, I, and it's very, very easy to create a more like comfortable space in the hospital um, just by doing those few little things. And it mm -hmm. really does make a huge difference in how you feel about your labor and how comfortable you are um, because it's really just in general important that you feel safe. And that in most of the time, we sure. feel most safe at home. Of course. So being able to bring a little bit of home to the hospital with you can really help mm -hmm. with, you know, having that relaxing environment. And I know you mentioned diffusers are not a good idea. Um, is there anything else that people should really consider leaving at home 
when they want to create that. I know it's important to create a comfortable space, but in the diffusers are a little overwhelming. Is there anything else that they should maybe consider leaving at home that we can maybe have that same experience, but tone it down for the hospital just to, they can still have that comfort, but find a, a way to tone it down? Hmm, that's a very good question. Uh, I don't necessarily have something that's really crossed my mind. Um, the only thing that I can think of is a lot of times hospitals already have their own like birth balls and peanut balls. And sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, people have already bought them mm -hmm. um, because they have them at home. They've sat on them throughout their pregnancy. Um, so that might be something to check with your hospital and say, like, sure. do you already have birth balls? Do you have various sizes? Mm -hmm. Am I allowed to deflate it a little bit if I need to? And if all those things are yeses, then there's no reason to lug it around. Yeah, because those can be big and bulky <laughs> and one less thing yes. you have to carry in. And your doula might already have one, too, True. if the hospital doesn't. So that's, you know, someone to ask as well. I can't think of anything not to bring besides the either. <laughs> really, anything that makes you more comfortable while you're birthing is a good thing. I would say it's definitely your right. It's your moment, and you need to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So is there anything else you guys can think of that people need to put in their hospital bags right this moment while they're thinking about it? Um, not an item, but it's really important to talk to your providers mm, yeah. before you go into birth so that they are on board with your plan and know what you want. Sure. Like if you want the lights down, they'll know to keep the lights off when they come in. And if you want it quiet, they'll know to, you know, speak softly mm -hmm. and things like that. Yeah, definitely communication is key. Mm-hmm. Having a simple, easy-to-read birth plan, like maybe one of the mm -hmm. ones with pictures on it, instead of a three-page list. Yes. <laughs> you want something that's easy to read, easy to reference. Um, and I think that's really helpful to hospital staff, too. Yeah. I would definitely bring, you know, have already provided a copy of your birth plan to your doctor, but go ahead and bring a couple of copies with you. That way you can maybe provide it to your nurse and maybe post it on your door or something like that. Just that way, as people enter the room, they know, okay, these are the expectations. This is what makes you feel comfortable. You want the lights to be down low when possible. You, you know, always want the door shut and the curtain shut for privacy if that's something that you feel is important. And, you know, really just gives them a heads up of, like, what do they need to be aware of that you are trying to do in that space to feel comfortable. When should you start having those conversations with your provider about your birth plan? Because I know they see a lot of patients and you want to provide them with that copy to kind of put in your records. When should that conversation start happening? As soon as you know what you want. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. like repe repetition is so important because your doctor's not going to remember you know, yeah. what you want 20 weeks from, yeah, exactly. from your midway appointment. I would absolutely say every single appointment, going mm -hmm. back over that and saying, you know, I know last time we talked about my birth plan, I really wanted this, this, and this, and this, and it's like, that's still true, and I just wanted to keep you updated that I'm still really wanting those things, because the more you talk about it, the more likely they will be to remember and to respect mm -hmm. that choice, um, and, you know, just talking about it every chance that you get, um, that also gives you practice in advocating for yourself. Oh, yeah. um, so that way, by the time you get to the actual labor and birth, you've said it so many times that you don't have to like sit there and think about it and be like, okay, what was on my birth plan? What did I want? I don't even remember anymore. Um, because you've said it so many times that you'll just have it memorized. Mm -hmm. And I know now it's also important to have that discussion that um, the people who want the doula in the room with them that the provider knows, especially with the COVID restrictions. So it's early, it's important to start having that per, that conversation with your provider so they know 
that in addition to the support person that a doula will also be there and just to make yes. sure that everyone's on board and everybody knows too. Yes, exactly. Every hospital, um, their policies are continuously changing because like you said, COVID is just an unprecedented time. We don't really know what's going on half the time. And so just being, you know, in communication with your provider continuously and saying, you know, part of my birth plan is having a doula with me in addition to my partner, whoever you may have there, and just keeping them up to date so they can also keep you up to date on hospital policies. Um, because the last thing that you want is to have this expectation throughout all of your pregnancy and not have shared that you want these things and get to the birth of them and be like, oh, no, like, we don't, like, right now, the policy is that we can't do that, when ahead of time, you could have figured out, you know, maybe an alternate option, um, whether that be virtual support, or just a different way to go about it, or maybe they have a policy that you just need to get it approved ahead of time. Yeah, getting somewhere and finding out that your plan is, like, not available to you is so disheartening, especially if you're, like, already in the throes of labor. It's yes. really hard to deal with things that are out of your control absolutely so that was a very good question thank you <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for joining me today i really appreciate it and i hope that people got some good information packing their bags and they're able to kind of think of kind of outside the box on how to create a comfortable birth space in the hospital so thank you for joining us and we hope to see you next time all right thank you guys bye bye Thank you for hanging out with us. We loved having you here. Don't forget to hit that like button because you know we deserve it. Leave a comment to let us know why. And since you enjoy this video so much, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. While you're at it, click the notification icon so you're alerted to all of our future content. Your participation and constructive feedback helps us grow and shapes our community that you can be a part of. Be sure to follow us on all of our socials so you can stay in the loop for upcoming videos, live events, fundraisers, and Patreon goodies. As you know, the details will be found in the description below. Thanks for watching, and we can't wait to see you in our next video.